Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lavia Alva, and I am an extreme extrovert. <sighs> you know how you have those days where everything is going well, everything is fine, everything is awesome. You're like, you know what? I'm having a good ass day. And still, while I'm like sitting here trying to think of five things that I'm thankful for, my brain is just blank. I don't know if my the things that I'm thankful for are just a little short or if I'm if I'm just like distracted to buy I don't know, whatever things. Um I know for sure that I am going to check up on one of my friend's sisters because she recently was sick. She had a few symptoms of, you know, the coronavirus. And I'm going to check up on her today to make sure she's okay. Whew. But these five things I have been so stuck on today. I don't know why. My brain is blank. And as I'm, like, sitting here, like, in the grass, you know, it's beautiful. It's green. It's 68 degrees. Wonderful. Um, there's, like, a beautiful, like, like tree with, like, purple blossoms. And the wind is nice. I can see, like, people, like, 12 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super cautious. You know, 12, <laughs> 12 feet away, um, you know, playing, like, basketball and, you know, playing on the swings and, like, walking, exercising, you know, stuff like that. Riding bikes. And it's it's fun. It's exciting. It's relaxing. Um, <sighs> but I don't know. There's just something that just is so still about life right now that I Ugh, I'm having trouble. Uh, so, this is a little tricky, but I'm going to try. Okay, so five things that I'm thankful for today is I didn't have to get up early. Thank God. Oh my God. Thank God I didn't have to wake up early because, mm-mm. Whew, I, w- I stayed up way too late, you know, working on stuff. Um, <laughs> so, I was really happy I didn't have to wake up early today. Thank God. Or, thank Satan, thank Buddha, whoever. The universe. Mother Earth, everybody. Um, Secondly, I have been doing good on my sobriety, which I'm really proud of. So far, so good, guys. Fingers crossed. Taking a day at a time. So, that's that's good. Um, The third thing that I'm thankful for is... My, one of my um, family members has consistently had a really good job throughout this whole, like, quarantine, COVID-19 experience. And for me, that's really good because when my family succeeds, I succeed. And I know that she would help me out if I ever needed help. So if things ever get hard, that kind of eases my, you know, anxiety on that fourth thing that I'm thankful for is I have pretty much half of all today off. Um, Half of my day is off. I have some other priorities, obviously, that I have to work on. But, like, this morning, I have off. So I'm just enjoying myself at the park. Trying to get some solace. Enjoy the wind. Enjoy the nice colors. Listen to the trees. (laughs) My friends always make fun of me because... 
Uh, like, okay, one of my pet peeves is, like, excessive complaining. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> when someone is, like, it's okay to complain, obviously, but, like, you know when someone's, like, complains, like, oh, they're, like, oh, my God, um, it's raining outside. Okay. And you're, like, oh, yeah, it kind of sucks, you know, like, once. But then it, like, excessively builds on, like, it's, like, oh, my God, it's raining outside. Oh, my God, the rain stinks. Oh, my God, it's dark outside. Oh, my God, blah, 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 you know, and you're, like, okay, shut up. <laughs> and listen to the trees i know i know i know i don't know how how this happened i think what happened was um the reason why this started was one summer me and my friends you know we used to um you know sit outside sunbathe and um, you know have a little drinks have a little substance whatever and we would be so relaxed that there there would be this like tree that was like in our yard with like really beautiful like really beautiful like colors there it was like a purpley pink flowers on the trees and we would just stare at the like this tree and like just relax you know and um whenever like my i had an ex so my ex at the time would come and like you know talk i'd be like shh don't talk just listen to the trees i know it's super cheesy i know it's super dumb but um so now it's like kind of an inside joke <laughs> where it's like if someone complains too much i'll be like shh listen to the trees like just shh stop quit it just relax <laughs> just it's enough <laughs> anyway um the fifth thing that i'm really thankful for is i just physically i've just haven't been i don't know i i don't feel sick obviously like i don't feel like super ecstatic like i'm jumping out of bed like woohoo guys another day you know like you're not like super as happy but you know you're like content enough where you can get out of bed you know you're not like depressed to where you're like laying in bed all day you know like i'm just thankful for that where i'm like you know actually like you know have a effort enough to get my projects done and effort enough to go outside do some things you know because it, it just sucks when you don't have the effort to do anything you know <sighs> anyway um in my next podcast i was actually going to talk about how i started how i actually started um podcasting like my influencer but i'm actually probably gonna save that for my next podcast so stay tuned with that i will i will tell you in my next podcast um how i started podcasting and who really influenced me because it was i don't know it it was really random and i i don't know i think you should stay tuned for the next podcast anyway so i'll describe to you um what i'm kind of doing today i got up and i was like you know what today is beautiful i'm gonna go outside because my oh my i have not gotten sun in such a long time like me i'm half latina so i like can tan pretty well but mm -mm, my second white half is really showing today because i'm feeling pasty as hell and there's nothing wrong with being pasty it's okay if you're pasty it's okay if you're brown it's okay if you're black doesn't matter but you know i'm I'm just describing myself i I just need some sun and i've you know being locked up inside that gets people fucking depressed you know and i honestly the thing i like most about 
like just being outside is like not only do you get to see people unfortunately you can't talk to many people right now like normally like i feel like if we weren't in quarantine and i wasn't on sobriety i definitely would be like at a brunch somewhere like on a rooftop with the sun shining you know like like gossiping with all your friends over like mimosas and stuff like that that was my ideal life you probably heard some of that um in my in the first episodes where you know lake but mccaska is my favorite place to be i love like paddle boarding and biking and just being outside all day you know and i'm i have to wear sunscreen some some people don't choose to wear sunscreen some people feel like they don't have to but i feel like even if you are of a darker complexion like you should definitely still wear sunscreen i feel like it's safe anyway but that's just my opinion because (laughs) i'm biased and when i was a preschool teacher you know i had all sorts of colors in my class and kids will be kids they they will literally play outside for freaking forever like 10 hours like i remember when i used to bring the kids to the pool we used to be there for hours like like we literally if i let them like swim for hours they would probably be there literally all day and what's amazing about that which is you know when you bring the kids outside and they play for like three plus hours like when they get inside they're like tired as fuck (laughs) then you get to go take a nap yourself because everyone else is napping which i really enjoyed (laughs) um so yeah and long tangents short uh we everyone in my class had to wear sunscreen regardless because and also like you're outside all day that's just my own opinion you know and i'm not saying you know you have to, but that's just my opinion. Just to be safe, you know. Better safe than sorry. <sighs> and one thing that was kind of interesting today. Um, I was walking Binti and I saw a bunch. I saw like some older people, you know. They're like walking. And I saw this man. That he was sitting by himself. And he had, like, a bottle with him, like, a vodka, just sitting, uh, like, on the bench. And, I don't know, in a way, it kind of triggered me a little bit. Because I was like, hmm, I wonder how he's feeling. Because that that guy kind of reminded me of myself, you know. Before I went on sobriety, I would, you know, go off by myself or go on random adventures and just... You know, bring a bottle with me just in case. Just in case shit got real or just in case your loneliness, um, you know, got in, in front of you, you know. <sighs> it's not the easiest thing to say, but I don't know. It, it just made me feel like back like to when I used to do that. And honestly, some people are probably fine, like... They're, they're probably just enjoying the sun. But there's a difference between enjoying the sun and drinking with your friends and going outside for solace and bringing a whole bottle with you, you know? And I totally feel that. <laughs> I used to do that all the time. And just think of, you know, like, people you lost 
or like your friends or your family members. And today is kind of a scary world, you know? Like, I, I try to be patient with people. Especially those I love. Like, somebody that I was seeing, they would talk to me about, you know, their struggles being a black African-American man in, you know, Minnesota. And they would say, like, how people judge them and how, you know, when you go into the store, they're like, oh, they're looking at me, probably thinking I'm stealing. And I know this is true. Like, I know people do that. And, like, I don't know. I And I, I listen, like, when they tell me about their struggles, about, you know, race and, like, economic status and I know as a person because of the color of my skin I know that my addiction journey is a lot easier than others and it just I don't know it it, kind of makes me sad I don't really know how to respond like I don't really know how to be like supportive like I want to be supportive but I also don't want to offend somebody by saying like, oh, it's okay, because it's not, you know? So I'm, I'm not really sure I'm kind of stuck with that. And like even like joining a, like a sobriety group and like an AA group, like talking to people about like my struggle with like alcohol, it's like, Obviously, like me, I feel like my life is bad. But when I hear other people's things, or when other people tell me about my life, they're like, oh yeah, but you went to college. You travel. I've been to all the places that I dreamt of going. I've accomplished so many things that I wanted to do. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I I did. And for that, I, I should be thankful because, you know, I'm getting my head straight and I you know I I need to remind myself that you know I'm I'm capable of accomplishing this you know and so like this is just a small dent in a huge you know life that a long life that I'm gonna have hopefully you know that that's the one thing that really got me like going like the one thing I always try to remember which I know it's easier to say for me because my life has been full of many great things <sighs> and full of many like great people as well so I, it's probably easier said than done <laughs> for me but I just always like to remember that if something bad happens if you're going to live to be 100 and you're abused for 15 years just imagine if it stops now <laughs> That you'll have about 50, if not more, good years to your life. So even though I'm, like, embarrassed by, you know, an addiction or, like, my past of, like, you know, abuse, I always try to remind myself, like, hey, it's gonna stop now. And by the time I'm 95, this shit 
will be the smallest gl- glimpse in my whole fucking life. I maybe I'll even forget about it. Maybe I'll be so old and happy. Like my I will be sitting at a table with you know bomb ass food. I'll have a three you know I just dre- daydreaming. Maybe I'll have, you know, like <laughs> a glass of like cold lemonade with like a three course meal sitting on a porch somewhere or something like enjoying my nice life like you know listening to the trees <laughs> you know in silence like just uh you know enjoying my existence and i won't even remember how it feels to be you know craving something you know i won't even remember how it felt to you know fix loneliness with us with a substance you know I, I, that's what really gets me going it's like just rem- reminding myself i gotta live this long i've gotta make it i'm gonna survive and this will be nothing this will be so easy i will look back and laugh and be like ha look at that how silly was i i can't believe i did that shit i was so crazy what was i thinking i love my life now that's how i want to be like that's what I thrive to be like. <sighs> so, <sighs> I'm gonna get there. I know I will. And if anybody else, which honestly, if anyone else is dealing with any kind of other addiction or anything, it doesn't matter. COVID 19, the loss of a loved one, like anything, homelessness, anything. I really, really, really hope and I really, really wish that things are going to get better for all of us. I really hope and thrive. And I I think that most people in this world are good. And they wish happiness and love upon everybody, hopefully. Because it's not worth it. It's not worth it to be feeling alone and depressed and all this crap. It's not worth it. No one deserves this. Nobody. I don't care how bad of a person you are. I don't care if you did the worst crime ever. You deserve a good life. You deserve a chance. If you have good in your heart, you deserve a chance. And that's just me. And some people I've talked to about this, I'm like, and they're like, well, what if someone does something really bad? Like murder somebody or rape somebody or, you know, and yes, those are really insidious crimes. I'm not saying you can't do a, like a bad crime and get away with it. You can't just like kill somebody and be like, oops, sorry, give me a second chance. Like, duh, like I'm not that dumb. <laughs> you know, uh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like if you're on death row and you know what you did and you're serving your time, you should have opportunities still. Opportunities for education. Opportunities to help other inmates. other in, Opportunities to maybe serve in the public. You know, other opportunities to better yourself. I feel like everyone deserves a second chance. They might not get an equal amount of chance. Like, obviously, if you rape five people, you're not going to get a, a chance to, you know, <laughs> run wild, like, in the parks of, who knows... Minneapolis like you can't no you might not be able to be as free as you were but you still get a second chance by maybe educating yourself educating others stuff like that you know I don't know sorry if like if this seems like too optimistic but that's just how I feel and 
honestly, I would love to hear what you guys feel about this. Like, about, like, second chances. Honestly, when people talk about death row, for me, I think that's crazy. Like, I would never wish death upon the wickedest of people. Uh, the president, uh, well, mm, mm, might be a little iffy, but <laughs> I don't wish bad karma on anybody because that's, that's not good karma. Oh, oh, the universe will curse you, you know? So I, I don't believe the death penalty is very, like, I don't know, humane. But say you do an insidious crime. I do believe that you should pay for the life or the people that you hurt. I think it would be more validating instead of the death penalty to like all your life have to send half of your paycheck to the people that you hurt. You know, if you kill five people, you better work hard, homie, because you're going to have to pay all those people off. And I know that when I discuss this, you know, on Twitter and like, you know, among my friends, um, they're always like, well, you can't pay for a life. And I'm like, yeah, I know you can't pay for a life. But the life is lost. You have to pay back something. You have to pay back... Like, their life might have not... No life is worth any money. But the things that they would have had in their life are materialistic. Say if you kill somebody who could have potentially been a doctor. Well, if they're studying to be a doctor and you cut that guy off, you're going to have to pay that way. Because now the world just lost somebody important. So instead of the death penalty, you're going to have to pay his family with your paycheck because mm-mm, I think that's a just a, that's an equal, like, <laughs> equal enough punishment in my mind. Whew. Wow, this was a kind of a long podcast. <laughs> I had a lot of feelings today, guys. I think my, uh, you know, when I saw the old guy, you know, with the bottle in his hand, you know, sitting by himself... Oh, man, that really triggered me. So I kind of needed to get some rants out. Um, But I'm feeling a lot better. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you guys for supporting me. Thank you for helping me out. I really appreciate everybody that's been listening to my podcasts. I really, really, really appreciate you. And I really hope that, you know, I, I, you know, sorry if I offended anybody really greatly. But, you know, if you have things to say. You can always hit me up on Twitter. I would love to hear you, you know? Um, I'm not offended. Obviously, don't be mean, mean. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm not offended to hear an opposing side, to my opinion. So you can always uh, post on via.alva, V-I-A dot A-L-V-A. And I would like to hear about your own opinions. But for now, I am calm and collected and I'm going to enjoy my solace (laughs) so I appreciate you safest of travels thank you